Hi, I'm Coach Landry, and the topic is, will I be alone forever? Recently, I was sitting with one of my clients, and they asked me, I feel like I'm never going to get anywhere. I feel like I've been dating for the past year, and I've just been humble, unable to accomplish, obviously, keeping a relationship. And one of the things I told her is, right off the bat, especially when it comes, and obviously, my client's a female I'm talking about. So this is going to be geared more towards females. Uh, females tend to think about this more often as well. And one of the things she said is, I've, I've gone out, I've done all the right things, and yet I still feel like at the end of the day, I'm not getting um, the results that I want. And one of the things I said to her was, well, first of all, for women, it's easy to get a man. It's hard to keep one, right? Because men often are looking for sex first. And because of that, it's easy to get any of them to start paying attention to you. But to keep them around... You've, there's a couple of factors that come into it. One, you've got to be compatible, right? Two, your goals have to align, which is also aligned up with compatibility. And three, you have to be genuine. And if a man senses you senses that you're not genuine, he's going to back off of you. Men know eventually when you're playing the part as opposed to being yourself. Men see red flags. They talk with their friends about them, and they just don't say them to you. And then they wait around to see if they're actually going to be consistent enough for them to worry about or if they are going to uh, just be something that was just a part of the dating process for you. But I'm going to give you, I'm going to go through a couple, uh, a couple of things. I'm going to give you five reasons why you probably will not be alone. Number one, don't worry because the odds that you'll find a partner are pretty high. Um, you know, in America alone, there's 300 million people in the world. There's almost, you know, six and a half to 7 billion, depending on what number you look at, you know, at one time in the United States, marriage was a near universal thing with 90% of the people even marrying. Those rates have dropped, obviously, in recent years. But data shows that although the proportion of people from 25 to 34 who are married has plummeted, that doesn't mean that they're alone. It just means maybe they're not married. So don't let statistics get you down either. And remember, we're still rebounding from the 1980s. And in the 1980s, there was a huge divorce rate that just bombed. Uh, their percent and that had to do a lot with you know children coming from the 70s or the hippie age as most people say basically all of them eventually in the 80s got married at some point and then basically you know 80 percent of them got divorced um, it's pretty obvious that that generation had a lot of problems with relationships basically if they weren't having fun uh, and they actually had to have responsibilities um, or they just chose the wrong people because having fun was the focus then and then actually being with somebody and having responsibilities. Those are two different things. That generation had a hard problem, but they put a large dent. So don't get concerned when you hear, oh, 50% to 60% of all marriages fell. Well, if you look at that from a percentage point, that's true. However, if you look at it from a new current trend and you, you dismiss the 80s out of the equation, it's more, it's more like one out of four marriages end in divorce. So three-fourths of America either cohabitates in this common-law marriage or actually gets married. So I should give you a little hope right there. Number two, what we look for in a partner changes as we get older, and that's a good thing. As you get older, you start to refine your filter and what you're looking for. You know, when you're when you're in your mid twenties, you know you're dating for the sake of dating. When you're in your early thirties, uh, specifically for women, biology's calling. You want to have a baby. Your mom or your parents are giving you pressure about your biological clock, so you have all this push to get something done. There's many reasons though, to look forward to middle age. And one of those is that our dating preferences and strategies completely change.
Sure, dating's harder for women with each passing year as the ratio of available men to women diminishes. And the sad truth is, is that in our, in our looks-obsessed society, slimmer women and taller men have an easier time on the dating market than heavier women and shorter men. And that's just biology. And remember, you can't win that battle. The only thing you can do is be the best version of yourself mentally and physically. If you're not in shape right now, get out there and get in shape. If you're in your mid-30s, early 30s, I don't care what responsibilities you say you have. You have absolutely no excuse not to be your best. If you think you're going to attract a man or a woman of high quality, but be, be mediocre in your potential yourself, you've lost your mind. Get out there and get something done and make yourself the best version of yourself as you can be. You're going to attract the best mate. If you do that, if you're in denial about biology, you're going to have a hard uphill battle your entire life about every issue you ever run into. Remember, Mother Nature has always won the battle since the beginning of time. It is 100 and 0 and is, it has a flawless record. It has never lost. So don't be in denial about that. Get yourself mentally sharp. Go out and do things that fulfill you. If you like to paint, if you like to go uh, laser tag, if you like to watch, whatever makes you mentally fulfilled so that you're at your happiest and get out there and exercise and get your diet in shape and get your body looking at your potential. This is how you're going to attract the best mate. You need to be in the healthiest state you can be in. Okay. Number three, just remember love is not a mediocrity. And what I mean by that is well-intended friends often say to single people, oh, it's a shame that someone as smart as you and attractive you is alone. That implies that people need a special trait or qualification in order to attract a love interest. So if we're alone, we must be doing something wrong. That's the kind of signal they try to send you. But actually, that's an unhealthy and unproductive message. If you have friends like that, you need to get rid of them. Or you need to set them straight, one or the other. Because a search for a partner isn't the same as searching for the perfect car or job. Although dating apps make it feel that way, we're searching for a whole person, not a bundle of desirable traits. A lot of people will go on a date and have a checkbox, which to some extent you do need to have some core beliefs. But in my strategy and programs that I tell my clients, if you're getting 80%, keyword, if you're getting 80% of what you want and you love them at the same time. Now, if you're not in love, that's compl this, this throws is completely off. But if you're getting 80% of what you want from somebody, then you have what we call a successful relationship in the psychology world. If you don't believe me, you can ask, you know, a long married grandparent or, or an older neighbor in your neighborhood. And likely, you know, the answer is they're going to tell you a couple of key factors that are going to make a relationship long. Number one, don't sweat the small stuff. You know, remember that when you're in a battle. Choose your battles wisely with people you care about. Because you take away energy when you argue about just useless things. And when you do that, you drain your relationship of respect and attraction. So keep your arguments at a, at a low. Number four, marriage isn't the cure-all. There's many reasons to get married. Marriages provide important legal and financial benefits, but while that's common wisdom, it also holds that marriage makes our lives uniformly better. Research shows that that's not always the case. A good relationship makes life better. Those with close and loving romantic relationships report better mental physical health and have long lives, and those with strained or conflicted partnerships but a bad marriage is worse on us than no marriage at all. So you want to be with someone you're compatible. So the, the old saying is, I don't want to settle. And I'll tie this in with my 80% is you're right. You don't want to settle, but you also don't want to be unrealistic. Okay. If you're a woman who's overweight, 
you shouldn't be thinking about a man who's built like a, you know, like a, a Greek God and uh, has a perfect hand and is six foot tall and on top of the corporate world. Because you know what his values are going to be? A woman who's on top of her game. This is where things become very unrealistic for some people. Know your place in society and then maximize your own specific potential to the best version of yourself and then find your compatible partner. Okay. What you should not be doing is bringing people into your life and trying to date when you are not ready or not at your best. Because who in the world wants to meet somebody who's only half of their best? I know when I meet somebody, uh, I want to make sure that both mentally and physically that they're at their potential. Because if they're not, and I am, the person you choose to have in your life is a reflection of your choices. But let's say you have a good mental chemistry. Well, then if you think they physically should be in a little better shape, why don't you do something together to do that? It doesn't always have to be, you know, one of those things. But a lot of times when you meet people for the first time, it's going to be, you know, on a, a you know, a d out dating or out bumping into people and things like that. So you're only going to hit on people you're naturally attracted to anyways. But be realistic. A lot of people have a hard time swallowing that. Don't believe these magazines. Oh, a man should love you who you are, for who you are. A woman should just take you in for the man you are. To an extent, sure. But if a woman goes over a man's house and she notices when he's not at work, he's at home drinking beer and there's beer cans everywhere, that's going to make you think, wow, I don't just accept that. If a man meets a woman and she looks great, and then as they date a month or two, she starts to gain a lot of weight and for no good reason other than just being out of habit of working out and not eating healthy. He's going to say, I don't have to accept that. And by biology standards, men don't look for that anyways. That's an unattractive feature from right away. Now, things like this can hurt people's feelings. But you know what? Hurting feelings sometimes equals progress. Sometimes you've got to break the egg in order to get the conversation started. So men out there, women out there, don't be scared to confront things that or hurting your ability to be with someone in a way that you find fulfilling. Now, if you just meet somebody and these things, they're overweight or a, a, he's a heavy drinker or consumes a lot of alcohol and you're uncomfortable with that, well, then don't even get involved in a relationship. Move on until you find someone who's exactly what you're looking for. Men, if you meet a woman who's a little overweight then and you got a problem with that, then what you need to do is step away from her. If you know she's not going to make that change, especially in her diet is what it is, then step away, let the relationship fade out, and go find you somebody who's more suiting to your physical needs. There's no sense in beating people up for who they are if they're not willing to change. Number five, being single has its rewards. Being alone has its benefits. Sociologists have documented that a growing number of people are single by choice. And remember, marriage... I want you to think about this. Marriage is a choice. It is not a natural state of human beings. Okay, let's remember thousands of years ago, human beings lived in villages with the support of a community and they went out and did things every day. They didn't live in one box every day with one person until death. A box being your house. So marriage has to be a choice that you can stand behind because it's certainly not a natural state for humans and science proves that. But being alone gives people autonomy, too, to choose where they live, what TV show to watch, what to eat for dinner. Being single often means that we have fewer social obligations. We can pursue hobbies, adventures uh, that we couldn't if we were married. So singlehood isn't for everybody, but a growing number of adults are staying single longer than ever before so that they can actually grow into the person they're meant to be before taking on somebody else in their life. This is why mostly when you hear statistics on young marriages, young marriages tend to fail. 
because you haven't developed and grown into the person you are. So it's actually better to stay single longer. Recommended age, I say, is males should not be considering serious relationships until over the age of 30. Women should not be considering serious marriage-like relationships until over the age of 27. And that's because of mentally worth ansco with both sexes. You know, you have to take time to learn and arrange your life so that you're surrounded by friends, activities, physical environments that enhance your daily happiness. Remember, what you do with your friends and what makes you happy with them will also be what you look for in a relationship with somebody. There's a reason why you still have those friends, because those things create you happy. They create happiness for you on a level that is going to keep you coming back to being their friend. So I hope this information helps you think about some of the reasons why moving on and, and, and things that, you know, about being alone aren't, aren't the worst things in the world. Look, at the end of the day, all humans crave companionship. But don't think just because you've been single for so long that you can't make yourself a better version of yourself, that you can't attract new mates, that you can't get out there and be somebody. Everybody can do it. There's enough people on this earth that I guarantee if you put the effort and the time, and remember, just like money, just like other things, if you don't invest time in doing this, you will get nothing back out of your investment. You have to invest to get an investment back. So put time, put energy, make yourself a you know a, 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 ha a happier, healthy person, and don't overdo it. But at the same time, be realistic, get, match your goals up, find out who you're looking for, and just get out there and do it. Stop hesitating. You can be a better person. You can be a better version of yourself. You can do it today. You don't have to wait till tomorrow. You don't have to have an excuse. Think of three things you could change if you started working on them today. Okay? So if you'd like to book a personal session, contact me via the email below uh, from the video. And if you found this information helpful, show your appreciation by clicking on the PayPal donation button. And I will talk to you soon.